0: Stark is that bitch. She is our queen. That bitch. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, just know she's that bitch. I mean, you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, Arya's Arya's that bitch. I know she's that bitch. She's one of my favorite characters. She's that bitch. No, she is that fucking bitch. You do not understand. She's that bitch. She really is. She's that bitch. She's like she's, is she really. She's like fire emoji. That 100 percent. Bitch. Punch look face. Yeah. That Fire bitch. Fire emoji. Oh my like, god. Like that bitch. And everybody act like they know they knew. Like, yeah, we knew. We knew she was that bitch. No, you didn't understand the severity of that bitch that that bitch is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to
1: Football After Dark. I'm your host, Justin the Jusby. Today I'm joined by professional sports broadcaster Nate Kuiper.
2: Little golf clap, little golf clap.
1: I'm also joined by number one Chiefs fan Matt Dustman. Hi, I'm a the bad guy of the league now. Damn, damn.
2: <laughs> Are the Chiefs
1: organization in the pit yet? No, not yet. It's Andy Reid is though. I don't need this. And r- rounding out the the groupy group is number one that bitch supporter Corey Clements. <laughs> so guys, the NFL draft. Just wrapped up less than a week ago. By the time we're recording this. On Saturday. Yeah.
3: So what, we're recording three this ago? one day. Two days ago. So it's two days ago. So when you hear this, it'll approximately be a couple of days ago.
1: Right. This is gonna mm. go up as soon as we're done recording here. I got, I got the time. Got the time. I got a little bit of time. So. That's good. I'm gonna get the big edit. Get the big throw up. Get the big. Get it fucking done. You know what I mean? <laughs> so let's start this off by go around the table, and I want you to tell me who won the draft. Corey? I
0: don't know. I like I like Washington draft a lot. Uh, they got their quarterback of the future and then they traded to back up in the first round and got their one of the top defensive ends. He rumored to have some heart conditions that's not supposed to affect him at all after those reports came out. Fourth round, they got uh, Bryce Love, who last year was supposed to projected to be a first round pick if he went out but he decided to stay and then fortunately he suffered an injury that uh kept him out for last year but you know just being able to get that first round talent in the fir- in the fourth round is big uh third round they got a wide receiver they got i'm pretty sure he was an ohio state wide receiver to go r- along was, yeah. with their quarterback dwayne haskins who was from ohio state obviously and so when you don't have a clear cut number one receiver over in Washington, bringing a guy that, you know, your for your rookie quarterback that he already has chemistry with, that's a really good move. Because that's he's pretty much gonna be a plug and play starter mm-hmm. in the third round. Um other than that they put out some depth. Would have still liked to see him get some wide out help besides that third round pick, but there wasn't it wasn't really that great of a draft for wideouts, in my opinion.
3: It's because Arizona took like three of them,
0: <laughs> and no offensive linemen.
3: Yeah. So, you're not a. Uh, you don't think that Dwayne? You think Dwayne Haskins going to start right away?
1: Uh, who else is? He's going
3: not. To? He not. He's not going to sit for three years. Give him Aaron Rodgers treatment. No, I don't.
1: Who the flying fuck else is going to start? I don't think Josh Johnson
0: is going to fucking.
3: About uh, Case Keenum.
0: Ooh. No, they paid him. Yeah, they paid him. They paid For him
1: what?
3: to come in and, and play. And be nope. a backup, yeah. No,
1: and pay him that much. He's
0: gonna back up again. Okay. Um,
3: what was the question? Who won the draft? Who won the draft? Um, Arizona, if Kyler's good.
0: They didn't take a well, hard disagree with uh,
3: Other than that, I don't really know because it's I. This is this is not an original opinion, but like, you win the draft if you get a quarterback and he's good. Right. So. If Kyler's good, Arizona won. If Daniel Jones somehow manages to be good, the Giants won. If if Dwayne Haskins is good, Washington won. You,
1: you just, get to remember, Kyler. And,
3: and if my conspiracy theory about the Panthers is true, which I'll share that later, then if Will Greer turns out to be good, then the Panthers win. So, it's all about... Because, like... I don't know, man. Like... I, I was going to bring this up uh, a while ago, and I think I, I just kept forgetting about it. All, like, early portions of the off season, right? And even, like, the later portions of the regular season. Like, everything I was reading was that this draft class was just really underwhelming. Right. Like, really underwhelming. And then seemingly, like, over the course of a month, everyone was like, wow, these guys are great. I'm like, no, that doesn't change overnight. They're either, this is either a below average draft class or it's not.
0: Yeah, nice. you just had time to look at the highlight reels yeah. instead of the, watching the actual games. Right, with the
3: well,
2: it's all the confirmation bias. Yeah. All of yeah. a sudden,
3: so basically, I don't know. Like, there's a couple people that we know are going to be like surefire, barring injury, good players. Like Ed Oliver's going to be good. He could probably like he's got like Aaron Donald-esque qualities. Uh, Josh Allen looks like he's he can be really really good. And Bosa, if he can stay healthy, but other than that, it's just I don't know. There's just so many players that I'm not forgetting that a lot of things that I was reading early on were like, yeah, this draft class is a little under. Uh, like, not a lot of these guys would be picked before a lot of the people that have been picked in the last couple of drafts.
0: If you need a front help at the front seven, it's a good right. But so
3: I don't know. I, my my whole thing about winning the draft is like, you can't. You can't really tell
0: until they play.
3: Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. predict it well. But the we're... only the only time you know for sure who won,
2: well, of course, is draft, like draft grades and things. It's all speculation yeah. and deep oh, yeah. law. But the, th- this is what
1: front. we're this is what we're here for. What, well, I know I'm that. Just speculating, I fucking that. dumb sports media mumbo jumbo idiots.
3: But what I'm saying is, is like the only times you can like guarantee like that person won the draft is like Indy won the draft when they took Andrew Luck because uh-huh. everybody knew Andrew Luck was going to be good. Right. So, like, in two years, when someone drafts Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson,
1: oh yeah, who is the best quarterback
3: him. prospect since Andrew Luck, right? even though he's a redshirt freshman, which is insane, people are going to... Whoever he goes to is probably the Patriots, which is another conspiracy theory I have, which is a stupid one that I thought of earlier today. Oh, yeah, lay on me. are you going to get there in a tank? Um, yeah, so I guess I'm just going to... Might as well, go ahead. We'll roll right into that. So, my two conspiracy theories... One about the Patriots is that this year, uh, the Patriots had 12 draft picks. They took a receiver in the first round. Caneel Harry. Kenil Harry, which a lot of people were like, oh, you know, he fills a need. You know, they lost Gronk and whatever. Belichick's history of drafting skill guys oh, terrible, is not good. Terrible. It's not really good. And basically, he's just taking Herm Edwards's word, because Herm Edwards is the coach for Arizona State, which is where Nikhil Harry went to school. People are like, oh, yeah, he's going to be really good. So they took him. They didn't draft a tight end?
1: Nope.
2: Like, at all? no. Nope. That's because I think they wanted to get Jared Cook really bad, but he ended up in New Orleans. Right.
3: So, basically, what I think is going to happen is... So, this year, the Patriots, like, are the normal Patriots, whatever. Although, I do think that they're probably going to go 3-3 and in their division. Um, hot take. Just looking at their schedule. And then, like, they'll go to the playoffs, whatever. Probably go to the AFC Championship game. Um, two years from now, I'm pretty sure... The Patriots are slated to face the NFC West, which would oh. mean that Brady would take on Jimmy Garoppolo, which to me means Brady's going to retire.
2: <laughs> We've talked about that before, before that because yeah.
3: it would be the most Brady thing ever to just retire before he plays Jimmy and be like, nah, nah, I'm good. And then the Patriots will purposely go zero sixteen, like just purposely. Like they'll they'll start like the their third stringers. Like who's gonna who's gonna tell them not to? And then they'll just draft Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick, and the dynasty will start over again.
1: <laughs> no! <laughs> so
3: that's ba- that's basically, like, my Patriot theory. Oh, but the Will Greer one is – I'm sorry, Matt. We'll get to your – I'm sorry. I'm taking forever. No, that's fine. The Will Greer theory that I thought of was the Panthers took Greer, who some people had him as, like, a top-five quarterback prospect.
0: Yeah. The mm-hmm. only
3: real knock on him was, like, Big 12 defense. Was like the big thing against him. Like he, he's prototypical size, prototypical arm strength. Like mm. was a multi-year starter. Like he doesn't get injured that much. But it's just big 12 defense. The Panthers drafted him when they probably could have drafted more skill position people. And they didn't. So my theory is that Cam Newton is actually not going to play next year. He's going to get deactivated like Andrew Luck did. Because clearly that works. If, right. you give, if you give a quarterback a year off from that injury, he can come back and play well. And just try to make Will Greer look really good and then try to trade him. Kind of do what like the Cardinals didn't do effectively this year. Which is if you were planning on drafting Kyler Murray early, like show off Rosen and then trade him. Mm. Obviously they didn't know they were going to draft Kyler last year. But what I'm saying is, is like, The Panthers will like look at what the Cardinals did be like, wow, they waited way too long and Rosen's value went down. Let's just make Will Greer look really good and then maybe we can flip him for like a second round pick next year. Mm. So I was thinking That's my that's my two weird quarterback theories that I I got from the draft.
0: I was kind of I was hoping that you were gonna say my theory on Will Greer is like like you said, if Cam sits out a year, but then Will Greer comes in and you win 10 11 games. Ooh.
3: I don't think the roster is good enough to win 10 11 games, but I see where you're going.
0: Right, yeah, but maybe. what do you what do you do from that point?
3: What uh, what's Cam's contract situation?
0: And he's you're paying him a lot of money.
3: No, I'm saying is, is is this would next year be like the final year in his deal? I don't know. Is all of his guaranteed money gone? Cuz that would be that'd be a big That'd be wild. That'd be a big oof. Let's that go to our old friend, uh, yeah. Spot Rack. Yep. We'll right, while Corey's doing rack. that, Matt, who do you think won the draft?
2: Well, I feel like it's easy to say the Redskins. Just they got Haskins to follow them, Campbell, and everything else they got. The other team that you can look at that had a really good draft would be the Broncos, and I don't want to admit that. I don't want to admit it. The Broncos had a really good draft. Like They were able to trade out of the top 10 and still land Noah Fant. They were able to get Drew Locke where they got him. And, again, Flacco situation, and you can make fun of Elway and his whatever with quarterbacks, but I don't know, Flacco always played his best with the Ravens when they had good tight ends. What, what do the Broncos now have? Good tight ends. So Joe Flacco is going to play marginally better. I still have him as a below-average quarterback. We've had this discussion multiple times on this podcast. But, like, I think you'll get enough out of Flacco that he'll be good – and it, Drew Lock ends up being the first round talent that some people say he is. Drew Lock looks
3: like a fantasy, like a like a franchise quarterback,
2: right? He just has that like the way he carries
3: himself, mm-hmm. he talks, and he acts like a franchise. I mean, that's what you get when you're a four year starter in the SEC and you don't die <laughs> to Nick Saban defenses. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he didn't win a lot, no, that's but he played well enough, I guess.
2: It's going to be interesting. And then, like, as far as – I know I've seen some other outlets bring it up. It's just like a fun little fact. The way everything's shaken up after the draft, you take out Baker Mayfield because some people didn't expect or didn't think he was anywhere near the top of the quarterbacks to take last year. Who are the big three quarterbacks that everyone talked about for ad nauseum last year? They're all in the AFC East. They're all in the AFC East now.
3: Yeah, yeah. I said that to somebody at work today. I was like, do you realize that the AFC East quarterback situation are three of the quarterbacks taken in the 2018 rookie draft and then Tom Brady?
2: Mm-hmm. That's, that's what, fun. That's, I think. All we, in the top ten, too. I thought we Miami had, was going
3: to be one, like,
0: was going to take someone that draft, and they right. didn't. Right, and we also thought the Patriots were going to take somebody to back up Tom Brady that draft, too. That's true. And we, we had didn't. them all, all four of them taking a thing. All right, so Cam has this year... On his contract, and he has next year on his contract. Ooh. That's spicy. So
3: that adds another little, like, element of this, that if they do deactivate him and they do put Will Greer out there and Greer can play well, that would be that would be an interesting, like, dynamic with Cam going into his last year coming off a of shoulder surgery, coming off the up-and-down nature of his career.
2: He definitely wouldn't get his big contract again, and they would play Nick Greer, though, similar to how the... Will Greer. Will my bad. Will Greer similar to how the Eagles played Foles and Wentz.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Which, absolutely. By,
2: by
3: the way, this isn't a draft thing, we'll get back to the draft, but since you brought up Carson Wentz. Again, we're we're doing we've been doing freeform episodes, which I think I like a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh so is this year the most important year of Carson Wentz's career?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
3: What's what's the potential fallout? if it doesn't go well, like what do you think he's done enough? Okay. I don't if, think he's if, if Car- almost
2: MVP season yeah. enough.
3: If Carson Wentz comes out and okay. So the rookie year, he wasn't very good. Then again, now there was golf.
0: Did he get, did he get hurt that season too? No. Okay. He I, didn't, hurt that I didn't know if he had the back injury that um, year too or not.
3: I don't think he did. He might've, maybe he missed like a game or two. Um, and then of course he came back MVP caliber, 13 games, Got hurt. Nick Foles came in, won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles starts the year this year, plays okay, not great. Right. Gets obviously eventually benched by Carson, but Carson also doesn't play very well. Mm hmm. Gets re injured, and then Nick Foles basically runs the table and gets them into the playoffs. Again. Again. And despite the fact that the Saints played the best three quarters of football probably all year. He was a one-possession game away from beating the Saints on the yep. road, mm-hmm. and now he's in Jacksonville. So if you take the temperature of the two conferences, if Nick Foles goes to Jacksonville and they're competing in the AFC South, and Carson Wentz—I don't want to say he's going to play bad, but if they're struggling, like what do you do as the uh, Eagles? Like that's that's can't... that quite be that might be one of the most
0: difficult.
1: Didn't they just pay him
3: S- situations? I mean Dude. he's still on his rookie contract. Yeah. Oh really? Oh okay. They yeah. just, they picked up but his fifth. Uh,
0: they picked up his fifth year option today, actually.
3: Yeah. So the, he they picked up his so this is his fourth season. Right. They got one more year
0: of him after this year. Who
2: And then and his then, quote unquote payday should come. Yeah. And,
0: but, then, but he is. and then they signed Cam Newton.
1: Ooh, that's spicy as fuck. all right. All right, that is so goddamn spicy. I they, love they, it.
3: They sign Cam Newton and like make him. They just turn Cam Newton into Nick Foles. He's yeah. the basically the that's Philadelphia really- Eagles are going to be using a quarterback system like an MLB team uses their pitching staff.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Where Carson
3: Wentz plays like the first six eighths of a game, and then Nick Foles just comes in and closes it out and gets them to the playoffs.
2: But I don't know if he gets hurt again, which back injuries that's already like worrying enough if he gets hurt again now that's happened two years in a row. Right. First you get an
3: ACL injury and then now you have a back injury. If you get it again
0: a lingering back injury. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if it happens again, that's it's not it won't look good for him. Nope. And that's it's it's worrisome and I mean you you see stuff like this happen all the time to teams after they win Super Bowls that aren't the Patriots. And to, and to be and to be kind of falls down.
3: To be perfectly honest, I don't think Nick Foles is going to like rip it up in Jacksonville.
1: No, no, but he's going to do like fine. he's
3: he's going to he's going to do he's there's he's going to do a lot better than Blake Bortles was oh, yeah. doing. So oh, for be, sure.
1: All Jacksonville needs is a fine quarterback, and they got him. He's fine.
0: Isn't Tyrod in Miami now too, or is he in Jacksonville?
1: Tyrod is in Miami,
3: I believe. Okay, he, ended he backing up, right. up Rosen. Definitely.
1: I love. Can I just say this? I love that. I love that trade so much. The quote, no, no, no. Not even about the. The
3: quote by Rosen.
1: Uh, Inform me on this. I think I missed it.
3: Okay. So this was a, a quote by Rosen, but it was not like publicly said by Rosen. His agent went on to say that this is what Rosen said, which is when Rosen found out about the intent that the Cardinals had to draft Kyler Murray. Rosen basically said, like, fine, draft him. I'll just beat him out in camp, mm. was his response. Damn. Which, okay, I stand for Josh Rosen, like, hard. I really do. Like, that dude had the baddest break out of any of those rookies. Like, name a rookie that had, a like, a badder break than he did. He came in halfway through the year with oh a terrible offensive coordinator with the with the worst, the worst offensive line. A terrible receiving core, so
2: bad. Terrible coaching. Terrible coaching. Oh my god! Everything about that team was just bad. Right? He was. He was
0: like two steps away from. Well, two steps under, Josh
1: Allen. Not even Dave yeah. Johnson could carry that. No. Yeah. And remember how good Dave Johnson is. Yeah. He couldn't carry. That. He he got such a bad break.
3: And the problem is, is his attitude. It hasn't wavered hasn't wavered. And I guess that just rubbed the I I don't I just don't understand how like Steve Kime can trade up to get him and then not have some form of like reserve to like say like, hey, like, can we try to make this guy work? Like, I gave up draft picks to get this dude. You would think. But but, no, Cliff Kingsbury comes in with his shiny you know, five and seven record from the Big Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> you know, never finished. Never big, finished higher than like fourth. to so
1: get a beautiful bronze trophy walking in. Yeah,
3: big
0: dick swanging.
3: Yeah,
1: despite having Pat Mahomes for
3: how many years, the the unsung like lightning rod in the Big Twelve that no one knew about right? could, couldn't win games ever in the Big Twelve. He comes in. And, and just, nope, I want Kyler Murray. Which, by the way, I found – you are talking did – did you say that during the uh, – no, you just said a little bit ago about how the Arizona Cardinals drafted – we might have talked about it in the deep cut. They took three receivers in the draft. Yeah. Not a single offensive lineman. Yeah. So here's their game plan. <laughs> Let me spoil – <laughs> what the Arizona Cardinals offense is going to be next year. The reason why they wanted Kyler and not Rosen is because Cliff Kingsbury has this new revolution. The reason why they hired him, new revolutionary idea. Don't need offensive linemen. Just get a just get a guy. Just get a track star. Play quarterback. He can just run around. Kyler Murray going to Kyler Murray is either going to have three thousand yards rushing this year, or he's going to die. <laughs> that's basically like they basically took the approach yes. of we don't need offensive linemen if we have a quarterback who could just outrun defensive linemen.
1: <laughs> but like that's that, the, that was
3: their approach.
1: It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. He's fucked. He's it does if fucked. you're
3: Russell
0: Wilson, okay?
3: Yeah, if you're if you're in an established NFL quarterback
1: that nobody else learns how to. I, mean, I can't wait to see. Nobody the else is Russell again. Wilson, literally, nobody else. And that offensive line, that Seahawks offensive line where Russell Wilson was running for his life the entire fucking season... Was still better. Yeah, still better than this Arizona offensive line. I don't get it.
0: I don't like DK Metcalf, but I love that Russell Wilson has DK Metcalf.
3: (laughs) Yeah, okay, so...
1: I think think Russell Wilson could get the ball to DK This
3: This pisses me off. Because I was so ready for DK to
2: be terrible.
1: Yeah, but now he might not be. Now he
2: might not be terrible because... Okay, so... I don't know, he's got to step up... Did you see that uh, Doug Baldwin might never play football again?
3: Yeah, his injuries really are, like, He's really, bad really shirt. bad. So, yeah.
2: like, you take him out and you throw Metcalf in. Cause who becomes their number one now? Tyler Lockett. Tyler, Tyler, Lockett, Tyler Lockett, Lockett becomes you their know, number one. The, the receiver he
1: had a perfect passer rating with.
2: From the slot. That is different going from slot to number one receiver. We'll though.
1: see how it happens. Yeah. Or maybe they'll keep him in the Ty- slot. Wait a minute. in Tyler Lockett
3: and DK Metcalf the same player except DK Bigger? <laughs> they just run straight.
1: Oh, are they just gonna run posts? They're just
3: gonna. They're okay. The oh my oh, god! Cool guys. Awesome. Play action to post. The, the Seahawks are turning into the Raiders from the '80s. Oh they no! They just
2: run
0: streaks, goes, and posts. Oh my
3: they have god. no short passes. And then they game.
1: still have that running game. It's gonna so, be great
0: whenever they're you know they're in. They're going They're gonna spend yeah.
1: an entire game just setting up play action. Yeah. That's like, that. This is their goal. They're gonna set play play action. They're gonna throw do post routes and streaks the whole fucking time. And
0: they're going to... Well, they have all those running backs to catch the balls underneath. Oh. This is their game This your guy, Rashad Penny. Yeah,
3: th- yeah. They use him. <laughs> and,
0: and now your new guy, DK Metcalf. No, he's not my guy. Donkey Kong Metcalf. He's
3: my opposite of guy. He's the opposite of guy. <laughs> he's my not guy. Someone asked me at work at work the other day, like, why don't you like DK? I'm like...
0: Because the name Donkey Kong. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said,
3: I was like, oh, man, like, is this something about? I was like, no, no, no. I'm like... And I, I felt bad because, like, I don't know. It was just, like, someone – I don't want to say – he's a fantasy – he plays a lot of fantasy football, but he doesn't know a lot about, yeah. like, teams and stuff. He just sees pictures online of this muscle league guy and it's like, oh, my God, he's going to be good. That's so literally me, what everybody else does. Yeah, I know. So he asks me, he's like, oh, well, why isn't he going to be any good? And I'm like, okay, so – I'm like, he plays receiver. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go – I pull up my phone and I type in – route tree in google <laughs> and i go to images and if you've ever googled a route tree it's actually really cool to look at because they all have different names and you can see like oh they, you know certain teams it looks like I, a tree yeah and it looks like a tree and i showed it to him and i just like slid my phone i was like you see that and he's like yeah i'm like that's a route tree It's like that's the amount those those are like the basically because there's obviously like
1: different d- details here. and stuff yeah, like yeah, option yeah.
3: routes that you can break things off and stuff I was like, but this is basically what every single receiver in the NFL goes by, right? He's like, yeah, okay. And I covered all but three routes, <laughs> and I was like, that's what DK runs. And he's like, <laughs> well, why is that bad? He- I'm like, because he- it's the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> that's, he's just get covered. that's why it's bad. Just you can't get just run posts, goes, and flags. They will play. They will basically play hey. cover three against you. Hey, and you're
2: and fucked. And shut you down. Right. He'll run some fades. <laughs> hey, there's a fourth. We're putting an extra one in that repertoire. Why didn't they repurpose him as a tight
0: end
1: in college?
2: Maybe,
0: maybe they'll throw, maybe they'll throw in some screens there too. That'd be a fifth.
1: He should have just been repurposed as a tight end in college. I screens he block. would work. I bet he could block.
0: Uh, tight ends need to run
1: routes too. Yeah, but like
0: they need to run those. But digs. he could be
1: like a he could be one of those like primary blocking tight ends. Things the NFL's starving for, and then people would actually draft him high. And then he could. Then he could die because of his body type. Right. Oh, no, I'm not expecting anything good out of DK Metcalf in any capacity, but, like, they could have passed him off. I guess the college doesn't really care. And it's the in college football, you could probably get away with doing what DK did. But now it's not going to play. It's not going to play now. Off, Especially going up against a good defense. It's not going to fly.
0: Off topic. James Harden shoots 16 oh my God. foul shots. Three throws. And he complains about not getting calls. <laughs> all he did was get you, calls. You get 15 out of 16 free throws. Your entire game relies on you getting free throws. And you're going to complain about not getting calls. It's called playing the game and not abusing the system. Right.
1: All he did was get calls then. Yeah. I don't so, even know much about basketball. That's all he did is he gets calls. Right. Yeah and you're to gonna s-
0: complain about not getting enough of them because you lost by four points were are gonna
1: make anywhere near that how you about to get you all the calls
0: how about you make more than nine for 27 of your shots Ooh. damn
3: tell him,
1: tell him. at least it
0: wasn't Russell Westbrook who would have made four of
3: 29 ba,
1: ba, 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 ba. and he would
0: not have gotten the calls at all <laughs> he would have shot eight free throws <laughs> yeah. I watched
1: um, very few games of basketball this year but I I, I watched I watched some. I'm slowly trying to get back into it, but the Bulls suck, so I'm sad. Uh, I, can I just say, yeah. I find it very strange
3: that your team of choice is the Chicago Bulls, I where you sh- where I you would... hate the Bears, but the team that your football team, the the basketball equivalent of your
1: football team,
3: is actually really good.
1: The Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> the <Yeah>.
3: Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> like they have they have like the next LeBron James on their team. Well, your your dude owns them.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know.
3: Like Aaron Rodgers is a partial owner. Just be a Bucks fan. <laughs> They're I actually could, really good. I could. I could do that. Um, and then the thing is you have the excuse because you're a Packers fan.
1: And then I could pass it so off. So it
3: just flows. Yeah, but like. Like Corey can't get away with saying he's a Pelicans fan.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: I tried. He tried. It, he can't. Can't do it.
0: There's nothing to be excited about. <laughs> right. You had Buddy Buckets. You got rid of them. Now what am I going to do? <laughs> But Zoom anyway,
3: yeah. Anyway, we're getting back to football.
0: Um, what were we talking about? Should we start the podcast over? Yep. Re-insult Why does everybody right hate here? Giants draft?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I, we want to want to get into this. The practice. reason
3: it's it's less about. Okay, I, I I finally like figured out the way that I can word this, and it doesn't just come across as me bashing Daniel Jones. It comes across like because all off season, they kept talking about how they want to build around Eli. And they trust Eli. And they want to keep rolling with Eli. And then Dave Gettleman also said that he doesn't believe in drafting for need. He drafts the best available player.
1: Well, then why did he draft Daniel Jones?
3: Yeah. So, basically, it's coming across as one of two things. Either Dave Gettleman is either a hypocrite or Dave Gettleman is a moron. He's a moron. Because there is absolutely no way... That you can believe both of those things simultaneously and take Daniel Jones at six when you had another pick at 17. Which, by the way, Dave Gettleman also said that he believed that there were two teams that would have taken Daniel Jones. He was sure of it that they would have taken Daniel Jones prior to the 17 pick. Because I saw this. There was a reporter who spoke with both the Redskins staff and the Dolphins staff and neither of them had both of them
0: had zero interest. No, I saw I saw the report that says the Redskins and the Miami wanted would have taken him at. Well, the thing
3: about Miami is that cuz they were still talking with the Cardinals about Rosen. Right. So, which is partially the reason why they didn't take Haskins. So, the second Arizona took Kyler Murray Miami was out. Miami was not going to take Daniel Jones because they were pretty sure they were eventually going to get Josh Rosen out of Arizona.
0: I think the other team was Denver though that wanted Daniel Jones. To see, because I, that's what I read on the thing is you know there's teams that would have taken there's teams that would have taken Daniel Jones if he was there. Maybe they would
3: have considered it because the the lady that I that I listened to she said that like no she's like there weren't. There weren't that many. I think what ended up happening was, because I read, I heard this about Denver as well, and this is one of the things that concerns me about the Steelers draft and Devin Bush. I don't know if you guys know about this. Denver was going to take Devin Bush at 10. The only person who didn't like Devin Bush in their staff was Vic Fangio. Really? Yes.
1: Hmm. That's interesting.
3: Now, Vic Fangio is a smart-ass dude. Very smart. He's very smart, and he knows defense. And if he didn't want Devin Bush, that makes me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like, that makes me – that's why I'm not as high. Like, other people are like, oh, yeah, you traded up to get the guy you wanted. I'm like, yeah, but that's fair. Vic vanjo is real smart. Yeah, that's really fair. And he didn't want him. Like, he was the only person. And apparently, like, they respect his word enough that they were like, all right. We're off the board. He's all right, we're, we're trading out of the pick.
0: That's what, I mean granted they it got it worked hard. out it worked out for, it worked them. Out for them yeah well. I have the thing right here from uh Timothy Rapp verified Twitter user Washington and Denver Broncos reportedly would have taken Duke quarterback Daniel Jones before the New York Giants selected him at 17 overall really
1: with Haskins available yes interesting because the, the, the first thing my mind went to is like yeah of course they would take Daniel Jones if Haskins wasn't available. I assuming think the, you know, th- think about their draft scheme, assuming that the Giants are taking Haskins at six. It was he
0: was Daniel Jones was a top quarterback. He had a meteoric rise like Pat Mahomes did a few years ago to the top of people's draft boards because people liked him and he they didn't you know, it was mostly a, a well kept secret. I don't know And then mm. a couple weeks before the draft comes out, that's when he start. you know, you he start hearing Daniel Jones first round pick for Daniel Jones. Top twenty pick, Daniel Jones, top ten pick. What's what's so
3: insane about it is that every single like scout that I've seen on come on TV, the first was Todd McShay, was the first person I saw and get asked about it, and they asked him just how he graded out, and and Todd McShay was like, I didn't really like what I saw he was slow to process things, he was slow going through his reads, he takes a lot of unnecessary risks. He is smart and he knows the game, but it seems like it doesn't it hasn't transitioned fully yet. Mm. And if you're a slow learner in college
1: like the NFL looking, le- the yeah. NFL learning curve is maybe they're banking on spending a couple more years with him underneath Eli. But they're. Ban- I think they're banking on that. Three more years of Eli. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no. That wouldn't be three years. Be I think, be one I think or two. you're getting one more year of Eli at most, and Daniel Jones is their starter next year.
1: I don't know. We'll see. I they've, think actually. I, almost they've think. Been, I feel like, they've been I feel like Eli this... is going to go
2: down the same right, flacker so, route and about so, halfway through the year get a phantom injury, and then Jones is going to take over.
0: But if we go back and we go to what you said earlier and how we said since last year, that this isn't a very good draft class. Mm-hmm. There's not a, like if you would need some defensive line help, it's there, but other than that, it's not that great of a draft. If you see a quarterback there that you like, why not take him at 6? Like if there's if there if what we said was true about not having that much talent there, mm-hmm. and you have a you could get almost anybody you want, any quarterback, and then in a quarterback class also that you know, nobody can really pick a real front runner. You got Kyler Murray just because of his pure athleticism. He mm-hmm. yeah, had one year at OU in a system, but if you if you take the chance on that guy and show some trust in him, he's gonna you know he's gonna repay you later. I with... de- I definitely
3: think part of the big hate. Well, the the two parts to it because there wasn't a there were <laughs> very few people that. If you were to pick between Haskins and Jones, I mean there were not the, the list of people who would have taken Daniel Jones over Haskins
0: could not have been that high.
3: Could not have been that high.
0: I guess Haskins was a one-year starter too and he had you know the Ohio State, I'm not saying they had an easy schedule, but I mean they had some tougher games and I mean he didn't really do anything too special in their tougher games.
3: Well, he got I mean Against Michigan, he threw for six touchdowns, and they were the best defense in the country.
0: The best defense so, against the country against what teams?
3: I mean, it's like it, it, the, the give-and-take the, the, the give give in, in college is tough because, like, you always say, like, okay, well, Alabama always has the best defense in the country. Clemson beat yeah. them by 30. I like, and Clemson struggled against, like, Pitt,
0: yeah, you know. I like Alabama. Alabama doesn't play shit for teams like These good Recruiting college teams That always go to them Because they have good college recruits They get to pick their schedule They pick easy teams They pick 10, 15 years in advance When they're going to play somebody Like yeah. they announced the other day That oh my God. 2032 there's going to be An Alabama-Oklahoma series
2: <laughs> Like <laughs> who fucking my, cares oh, I, Who cares about that but, it's, That shit it's, gets me dude
0: It's, I don't know, like, I think the only games you can really look at are the playoff games, which there's only three of. Right. So I think you need to expand the – it all comes back to expanding college playoffs so you can actually decipher Mm -hmm. some talent.
3: I I think the the Haskins – or the Daniel Jones over Haskins thing is just such a – it just seemed to make so much sense that a guy who f- threw 50 touchdowns and only eight interceptions but not only that but progressively got better every single week who actively wanted to be a part of the giants like like verbally like wanted to be a part of the giants it was his home like it was the team he cheered for when he was growing up and to just pass on him and not really give an explanation other than that Daniel Jones was our guy, and just seemingly having it happen overnight,
2: yeah, randomly overnight, randomly, and now you see like all these weird things that Gettleman's saying in defense of the pick. Well, yeah,
3: that's what it, I think it was. I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, somebody on ESPN who Marcus Spears. Who his biggest thing was that why why all of a sudden is Dave Gettleman trying to explain himself.
1: Right? Because he's a fucking jacket. Like,
3: why, why all of a sudden... <laughs> instead of just coming out and saying, we thought he was the answer, and we thought he was the best player, so we took him. Instead of saying that, he's saying, like, we don't know.
2: Uh, some guy like, at a bailout shop said he was good, yeah, so I he keeps, him. like
3: the key. He, he keeps saying, like, we don't know. Or, like, we don't... Who knows? Or, like, maybe um, we'll do this. Maybe this. Maybe that. You You're not in the business to do maybes. Maybe it wasn't like, his...
0: Maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't maybe it was his decision. Maybe it was, you know, an owner decision. Like, hey, we, we're we taking Daniel Jones. Like. Well, the, the
1: Manning's like him. Yeah, no, yeah, I was going to
3: say, the, the, the Manning ties is something that I think a lot of people are, like, freaking out about. Because, oh? like, okay, well, who's the coach at Duke?
2: Um oh.
3: Cutcliffe, mm-hmm. who was Peyton's coach at Tennessee. Yep. And Eli's coach at Ole Miss. So, like, there's this thing in that a lot of people are thing. saying that like eli was like i want him as my protege and that organization worships the ground eli
1: walks on which is the dumbest thing i've ever yeah. heard in my life i, this, this part I of the don't reason get why, the eli worship yeah this part the of the reason why gentlemen's a place. fucking jackass and that's th- why i wanted to get into this the the good old eli vader has been on the basement floor and stuck on it for years and no mechanic has come to fix it and Gettoman just looks at that, and he tries to Eli take it every morning. He tries to get in that Eli Vader every morning, and then it doesn't move. Then he walks out and goes like, this is fine, and then takes the stairs. <laughs> and he's been doing this every day since he got to this organization. And it's, it's not going to stop anytime soon. He's going to play Eagle Eye until it becomes a pile of dust. And then they're going to put Daniel Jones in. He is a fucking idiot. This is his second year there. Right. He's been who doing you this every take, day since he got there. Who are you going to take
0: last year over Saquon Barkley?
1: No, I agree Maybe with it, but he's not. But he's been, he's been spouting up and down the whole fucking time that Eli's our guy. We're, we're You can your go Your quarterback's looking.
0: your guy until he's not your guy. He's rock bottom. You don't go out and say, he's not our guy. Look at what the Ravens did with Flacco. Flacco clearly was not their guy. But what did they say every week until he... Got injured. <laughs> Flacco's our guy. That nobody's ever gonna. Nobody's ever gonna say anything other than their starting quarterback is their
1: guy. They made no attempt.
0: Yeah, because who was there? Who were you gonna get you last year?
1: Sam Darnold. I still yeah. feel like they could
2: have drafted over
0: Saquon Barkley. Sam Darnold, who led the league in interceptions. I think it'll end up only playing ten games. I, mean, I think he I also, think also up... didn't have. Sterling Shepard or Odell or Ingram to throw the I ball. Don't we head. we said that he had one of the best receiving cores. He, he
3: had a good receiving core. It wasn't great. I don't I don't like Darnold. I don't like Darnold either. I'm not saying that I I think
1: I don't I, I agree with the Saquon pick.
3: A good quarterback is gonna give you a better chance at success down the road versus a Fuck, better. one. they could have thrown some Are money.
1: At, they could have thrown some fucking money at Case Keenum. He would have ended up. They could have went after Eli's Kirk Cousins. Pick. They could went after yeah. They could have went after Kirk fucking Cousins.
0: So and, they could. Only win against teams that are below 500.
1: Uh, it's better I mean, than not, not winning against teams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: All right, so flat. you got Eli has been Eli has been bad.
3: It's basically like the Flacco thing. That's the reason why I think a lot of people, because there's this like, oh man, I I see a lot of like New York radio people and just like
1: you, Eli has delivered this city. Two Super Bowls and blah blah blah. Now like the defenses have delivered that city to fucking Super Bowls. Well, I mean Bowls. Eli. Get that nah, hell
3: out. Eli played well in both
0: of the Super Bowl games.
1: Sure.
3: Um, so the
0: Tyree's helmet. Yeah,
3: yeah. So the Tyree's helmet. Yeah. I think the difference is people are like confusing, like, like pass. Like a good example would be like I rip on Ben Roethlisberger a lot, and how people like and Steeler fans are stubbornly supportive of Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah, but Ben Roethlisberger broke a fucking passing yardage record. Yeah, like... Eli Manning didn't do shit. The
3: problem is is that Ben has has been, like, keeping his level of play at a point where, like, he's above the waterline. Yeah, absolutely. Eli and Flacco... He broke a record last year. Whatever. (laughs) Eli (laughs) and Flacco, like, have submerged so deeply under the line that, yeah, sure, you... You won Super Bowls for the team. That's fine. But your poor play is hurting us. So, like... It's been for almost four years We can either make the decision to, like, stick with you out of, like, respect for what you've done. But it's going to submarine our franchise for the next five years. Maybe more. Or we can... Draft your replacement
0: now, that and you can, can move on. And from we him. can move, and we can use the narrative that you're ushering in our future. Mm-hmm. And it's the other thing: why are you going to pick Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins when the new blueprint out is to have the young quarterback come in and play for cheap, so you can spend money on defense?
3: Because I don't think that's what they're going to do. Well, the, the 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 two the two scripts are: you either get the young quarterback and surround him with talent. Or you get the quarterback, sign him to a bunch of money, and then you have to draft well. Is the other way, which, I mean, I guess you could say the Colts are doing the second one, basically. Like Andrew Luck's got a big contract, but they're drafting and they're drafting well. Right. So his
1: contract's not that huge, though, isn't it? I mean, it it was at the time. It was yeah.
3: like he's over. He's making over twenty five million dollars. Right. Yeah, that's so. not that
1: in the grand scheme of things. Now that's not that bad.
3: No, that's like. Until a, good old Pat breaks the record and makes $40 million a year. Oh, God. It's, no!
2: <laughs>
0: it's a sixth of your contract.
2: It Catholic is. Cap space. Yeah. That's
0: okay. Well, not not the fourth. That's a we're not that's gonna a fourth. have a team left to. That's we're a not that's, team left that's that's a, anyway. That's more than a fourth of your contract, but the twenty five. Yeah, apparently every yeah. skill
1: position player on the Chiefs is a, a fucking abuser besides Travis Kelsey. So <laughs> wait, someone else? And
3: he's
0: abusing my eyes whenever he does that stupid McDonald's commercial. Oh,
1: burn!
2: I just you know the new promo thing that they have with Kelsey right now is that he'll come to your wedding or something yeah. like that. Oh my god! What a whore! At least he's a somewhat good person. I, I, he was the one that was. He was the only one that you see hanging out with Mahomes at like during off times of the season. You see, like the NCAA tournament. Yeah. You get the pictures of Pat Mahomes right next to him. It's just Kelsey kicking back course lanes. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. That's great. I feel like the... okay, so I remember when Kelsey was the biggest problem on the team because he's a bit of a party boy. One of my wonder... favorite off-season things kinda... so far with the Packers has been David Bakhtiari and
1: Aaron Rodgers going to the fucking first Milwaukee Bucks playoff game and fucking just Bakhtiari just fucking slamming beers and <laughs> just so... fucking. I mean, he's got a big one boy, so he, he just... is a big lad, and he yeah. is a wonderful lad. Yeah,
0: I want, like I understand that they're, like they're play together and like you know you hang out with the people you work with and everything, but I wonder like how much of that stuff is like teams paying for them to go to these events to be seen. I wonder. Because like what, what Well Aaron are, it makes sense to go to the box game. He's right, a part of Yeah, but I'm talking about uh what was it? Dak and Zeke at the hockey game in Dallas the other day, the mm-hmm. playoff game. Like why 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 is it just your two most notable players are at the game together and not like, you know, were, Travis Frederick. Were, and were Dak. there other people at that game So. Do you know? Do you know
1: if other players are at that game? I I don't know. If I want
0: this is the perfect. That's the only ones they show. So
3: really, I, I mean
1: yeah. that might be the only ones anybody cares about, though. It's yeah. thing.
0: Matt brought up. Okay,
3: see, here's my predicament. Now, I wanted to talk to Matt about a Chiefs thing, but Ooh, the, but okay. this is the perfect. No, no, no. This is the perfect segue. We'll get back to it. It's the perfect segue to a story that we wanted to tell on the podcast that you found out about about Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> That are we
2: gonna break this news now? We could
3: totally do it. Oh, you man. were the one that found it and shared it, so I'll, you're the floor is yours. You oh, were the man. one that did the investigative journalism.
2: Dot 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 investigative journalism. You are you are our
0: resident investigative journalist.
2: So I got this inside scoop.
0: See? Right. <laughs> Let me set the mood. Matt sat there alone at the bar. <laughs> Scotch in hand, cigar in mouth, trying to live mouth. phone game. <laughs> trying. <laughs> Trying to headphones in. trying to mind his own business in this dirty town, but then suddenly a figure bursts from the door. Matthew Dustman, I have a story for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matthew oh
3: Investigative journalist. That's so, me. Matt you got, you got this.
1: You got the story from <laughs> an anonymous <laughs> source. Yeah. From an anonymous <laughs> source. We, we, will, we will not disclose who it is. We're not like that. No, I would never. And fuck, you know, fuck you people. We totally contract, didn't find here. this on Reddit.
2: No, no, I definitely no. For once I actually didn't find this yeah, on this Reddit. This is from
1: an actual source yeah. that we're leaving anonymous. Right. For their protection.
2: So, uh I have I have this anonymous source that I know, so <laughs> make sense, who uh apparently their sister in college dated Dak Prescott. This is 100% true. 100%, 100% true. true. And uh they dated each other all the way up until Dak basically got drafted and then he ghosted her and kept her out of her life, kept her out of his life, and now he's dating and doing all his cowboys, big star quarterback shit. But it ended up like kind of working out because a synonymous source talking about their sister's wedding that was happening recently and how their family was more happy for him than handling... Uh, the life of being the wife of an NFL quarterback. Right. But also talked about how he was just not all there back in the college days. Apparently Dak Prescott had a real penchant for uh, the big old drinky drive time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is, this, is this it? Yeah. He w- I don't know how like, he apparently just didn't get caught or he. I, well if he got caught even once I think we would know about it. I yeah. think someone would know about it. Yeah. But He'd have times where he'd be like, be at a party, drink too much, and just go driving and all sorts of stuff like that. And it just like that resonated with me in the sense that it, that by itself sounds like an outlier. Because when you look at it, Dak looks like this humble, like kind of not Dallas type quarterback. But then we had that news story, uh, the, the Jubby Report story from a couple months back where it was him. And, oh, my God, who?
3: Keenan Allen's, wait, no, it was him
2: and, and Keenan Allen Keenan Allen. At, at a strip club or something yeah. taking a model home and doing all, or it looked like they were taking a stripper home with them or something like that and all that stuff, if you remember that story. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, that doesn't sound like the Dak Prescott that we kind of know about. Mm-hmm. And, like, you hear stuff like this. Yeah, he kissed her live on ESPN, and my mom was ambushed at work by her coworkers about it. So like, he was there; they were there when he got drafted, and then he straight up ghosted her. Man, I kind of want to like go back to getting drafted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a this is a breaking uh, this is breaking dirt. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's
2: dirt, all right? It's dirty. Yeah, apparently, yeah, he's not a very faithful person and was notorious for drunk driving in college. Oh, man. Whew. And the Mississippi and this State State boys. All, this
0: all goes back and ties in with the uh, club story with Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon's mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, first Sorry, like... all, right, we're, we're, all
3: right, Melvin Gordon's <laughs> mom is the source. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You caught me. You I'm got friends us. with I'm friends with Melvin Gordon's
0: mom. He kinda Hi, lost He you, you kinda lost touch there for a bit when Melvin Gordon got drafted by the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> you oh ghosted God. Melvin Gordon's mom. <laughs> we
2: put we put the Chargers draft behind us.
3: Yeah. Don't name the episode ghosting Melvin no. Gordon's Mom. Um <laughs> don't Really? I can't.
1: I mean, we could, I guess. <laughs> I might. We could. Did we already name the episode Melvin Gordon's mom yet? <laughs> I,
0: don't
3: I don't think we did. Even if we did it, it there's not the ghosting
1: portion. Or I'm just going to title this episode The Dirt. We'll see. But then that, that's that the same first title episode. as like, that fucking shitty Netflix documentary document, thing about, uh, ah, oh, fuck, who are they? Rock uh, band Motley Crue. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I
0: hope uh I hope the first episode we mentioned Melvin Gordon's mom and Keenan Allen stuff is birthing Melvin Gordon's mom and now we're ghosting Melvin.
1: <laughs> but you know, Melvin Gordon's mom is not Matt Source. Also she Could I'm be. Melvin Gordon's grandma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi Grandma Gordon.
3: I was also at the strip club. No,
1: I was
2: I was working that night. Yeah. I was
0: gonna say that.
2: I mean, they could have just been there for the food, apparently, sidebar, since we're on to this. My my sister and her most likely future fiancé, who I'm just waiting on that to happen, they went out to a strip club a couple weeks ago just for the steak. But it just happened to be a strip club. Dude, I'm
1: telling you, like... You you'll you can find good food in the damnedest places. <laughs> isn't it free at the strip club as long as you're paying the strippers? N- not
2: this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Although it was it was it uh, is restaurant the steak first, strip sa- club second. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know the steak was on sale or something. It was like something they were doing. So isn't that like a bur- burlesque bar? And not. I don't know. Uh, apparently, <laughs> don't... I just like my sister would tell me like they went to like they double dated with her friend and her friend's boyfriend at a strip club. Solely for the stakes. Hey man, steak first, titty second. Meat Sometime, over it titty. It really do
1: be like that sometimes, you know. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> speaking of meat over titty, <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck? All it, right. it doesn't at all. Okay. That that
3: is that is an, uh, a a non sequitur versus a sequitur. <laughs> um, right, going
0: back to Melvin Gordon's grandma. No, no, no. We're <laughs> going back. We're going back to a Chiefs thing. Is it time?
3: Uh, it, no, because we're not going to give him the time of day. This no, is I'm more, not, I'm this not is talking more, this about This is him. more
1: of a philosophical question. No, we're, we're done talking about him, and I want to mention Yeah, we're not right talking now.
3: about him anymore. Well, I mean, I have to bring him up to talk about this, because I, I, I want to I know if you guys think that this should be something that's in place. This type of thing. Okay. Okay. I was talking to a, a, a person about the Tyree Kill incident, right? And that person asked me, what do you think is going to happen? And I said, well, what's going to happen... Is the Chiefs are gonna release him, and then he'll be gone for a year or two, and some other team will sign him.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: It depends on what actual criminal charges come right. out now, though.
1: Yeah, right. But par for the fucking course. Yeah, yeah,
3: par for the course. Michael Vick got on a. Michael Vick also got on a team. I know it's that the crime's not as bad, but Michael Vick got on a team after going to jail. So. Mm-hmm. The person, the the person that I was talking to proceeded to say, see, if that's the case, then why isn't, if he's just going to get picked up anyway, right? If he's going to get signed by someone anyway, why isn't there something in place that the Chiefs, that he could be suspended, but if he were to get reinstated, he would just go back to the Chiefs? I don't want him. No, no, no. I'm not, not saying I'm not saying you would want him. What I'm saying is is he asked me, why isn't that a
2: thing? Wait, why wouldn't he go back to the Chiefs? No, team? no.
3: Why isn't there something in place that the chief? okay, he's instated, he goes back to the Chiefs, as opposed to becoming like, like they have to
2: release him.
1: Like, can't. Well, they like, don't have
2: to release him. This is the Josh Gordon shit. They could they just never, keep him off they, to I the don't side. Think they,
1: they don't have to release the player. Mm-hmm they don't have to release I mean the that
2: yeah they don't have to because again I, point, I look at Josh Gordon the Browns had kept Josh Gordon as part of their organization or roster or whatever for all those years that he was out of the league still and that's why they had first dibs on him when he did get reinstated and came back
1: right because they still technically have the player now, now the same case same scenario with a team like Kansas City but they're not going to Yeah I was going to
3: say my my the thing I was about to say was they're not going to because this is different than Josh Gordon. Man. And also I think uh the Patriots are doing it again with Josh Gordon. Are they? Yeah. yeah. They said that if he comes back that he will be I mean, a Patriot not? if he you manages already, to come back. So I don't know. The I team was just likes thinking him. he asked me that and I was like I don't know if that is a thing. I don't know if that's an option. I doubt that it, they would invoke that option, but like
1: more I was pretty not, sure.
3: I was pretty sure it existed.
1: Yeah. More often than not, if something like that happens, a team does not want to wrestle with that, and so they will just wash their hands clean of it and get him the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. teams do that. It, it's it makes sense from a PR perspective. It makes sense with the locker room. Because usually, I when think... something like that happens, you don't have the locker room is not in that player's favor anymore.
2: No, you know, they, they would. I think get the get team would have been so ready to back him up. Just going off what they knew from what he said or the initial... Uh, oh, I think a lot of the probably reports. people, a lot
1: of fans, a lot of people in the locker room had the same opinion as you did a few weeks ago, right? And I don't want to touch on this too much, but we, I think, I guess we have to at this point. Um, I'm not going to talk about what he did. And uh, they were all behind it because evidence, like what what you saw in front of you showed that he was different. But that's
2: what these kind of predatory people do. I know, but the, what bothers me with this kind of stuff is because there are actually people that, you know, they something happens, they fuck up, pre- what, and I, I know I don't mean to like sound like it's so just throwing it on the rug, but they actually do change. Right, it, it's possible. Like you look at a Michael Vick, like, yeah, he, dogfighting ring, bad, whatever, went to jail, but he went through all the stuff to actually better himself, and I think you can say without a doubt that, yeah, he was given another chance on a team, but... And everything, even after the fact, he's shown to be like a decent quote unquote member of society now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs>
3: he's, he's very well respected now as an analyst. You and got, like, yeah, the, he's, he's done enough that that part of his career is like, has become the yeah, but of his career. Yeah, like, the, Mike Vick, the greatest running quarterback of all time. Oh, yeah, but versus the Mike Vick, the dogfighting quarterback. Yeah, but. Mm. He was really good. Like mm. he swapped the two sides of it. Right. And it took a lot of the work. positive
1: comes before the right. The negative it took a lot of work and it took a lot of years. And I. And feel also, like... the criminal justice system works on somebody like him
0: because he has money. It's almost like the opposite of improv of yes and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. But, but that's my thing. It just like it makes people that actually because I mean he he was advocating against it. it, it Community time. Every went through all the therapy, everything that he did, and was that was all supposedly just a lie. Yep. All the stuff that he showed of the times him hanging out with his family and all, and that kind of makes it scary because like, just again, there are people that yeah they do fuck up and and they go through all the things and they show all the things that you know like Tyreek showed that made you think he's a good person, quote unquote good person again, and they are. It works out. They actually are. But then you have something like this, and it just rocks your faith in a little bit
1: yep and that's that's what happens so like but these people can get away with that because as humans we tend to have good faith yes and people like to exploit it and yeah it sucks
0: uh, so like i was thinking about it a little bit i think i know it from what it seems like the end of. And NFL executives and stuff came out and said, like, even if Tyreek gets cut, he's going to be on a team. He's going to end up on a team. Somebody's going to eat that, you know, whatever cap money is, whatever, just like Kareem Hunt. Because he wasn't talking about himself, but the exec said we can't help ourselves. Just, like, his kind of people. We're just drawn to that kind of talent. We're, you know, we're trained to look for that kind of talent. And we're prepared to take that with the character flaws and all. So, Which is yeah. weird to
3: me because it's almost like a back and forth because you have to cut him if you're the team that he was on yep. when he committed the act. But if you're not the team that he was on, you can almost take the approach of, well, he's here now and we're going to make sure... Oh, gonna that he never that, does it again. They just do
1: the same fucking word salad they do every single time. Where they're like the single there's there's a single evidence of a fuck up. He's gone. A blah 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 blah. Now the reality is, they will sacrifice their souls to all, all of these. All every executive, every every personnel on these kind of teams that make these decisions are willing to sacrifice their souls to accumulate that talent. To go far in a very difficultly,
0: and let's and let's be
1: I want to get back to my point yeah, real what you fast. Yeah
0: I think it just needs to Come down to like a, a trickle Down type thing where all right the GM The owner says you got to sign Them so the GM's going to sign them Like there's nothing you can do about that That's Your boss telling you but then like The GM signs it doesn't mean the coach has to use him to work, make his system around him, work his system around him. He could start using him sparingly, Mm -hmm. whatever kind of protest that. And then the goes to the quarterback. Hey, like I don't want to throw to this guy. I don't want to, I don't want him to be part of my legacy that I'm going to leave. I
3: think that's going to be a big, I think that's going to be a big part. And I know it's,
0: yeah, I know it's putting a lot on like a guy that's like playing for a contract or whatever. Like, same time it could help his career but mm-hmm. it it's kind of just like a protest thing that kind of needs to happen for us to get any change in it, the league
3: yeah it's I think it's going to be the hardest part about if he ever is to get back on a team is and I said this to I actually was talking to my brother about it and I told him that I was like you have to understand there are guys that are in the Kansas City locker room that probably didn't know
1: Oh,
2: I um, did None of them knew. That tape that came out, nobody, not even the police knew about it. Right. it. It just popped up.
3: Right. So I don't know how many other people that are on the Kansas City roster that have kids, but man, like, can you actually, like, that's the part I thought of. I'm like, think, if you're like. I know he's not there anymore, but if you're, like, Demetrius Harris, right, and you have two kids, or Sammy Watkins. I know Sammy Watkins has kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, psychologically, how can you, like, look at a person that you're supposed to work with, like, and, and like, actually think you're just, like, I... Like, I was like, there are probably people in the Kansas City locker room that want to beat his ass.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah that want to
3: beat his ass. Like, like really like angrily like and there's probably people across the NFL that want to that are like I don't want that dude in here mm-hmm. absolutely not so like this might actually be a case where what he did was it was just and this is going to sound really bad but like yet like the 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 thing I'm trying to say is it's almost like what Tyreek did hit this like sweet spot where like it's going to be so hard to find a place that he can go where forget about like the GM forget about the owner forget about the co- like the players are going to want him there
1: mm-hmm. like
3: and if the players don't want him there that's 51 guys that could say if you bring him in here screw you
2: I, I think I don't like, think I, I think this is one of those times that Tyreek Hill's going to be more on the Ray Rice side of things as opposed to like I, the Greg Hardy. Yeah. I don't see him getting with another team. This is the second documented case in the way And the he first lied. one was
3: not pretty either. The first
2: one was not pretty at all. And the way that the fallout from the first case where he looked like he had redemption, whatever you want to call it, and then to only see that it was all just whatever for this. I I think Tyreek's one of the people that isn't going to be picked up by another team. Mm
3: -hmm. I don't know I mean definitely he's going to be it it might take a bit
1: it might take time well for Um, it might take time because he might go to jail
2: right so yeah but then he'll be out of his prime and he won't be the fastest player in the NFL anymore I'm I'm
0: honestly I'm concerned as a team that's a, a fan of a team that was close to the Super Bowl who's one of their knocks is they need another pair of hands for Drew Brees to throw to I'm concerned that it might be the Saints like Mm-hmm. I know, like, before, you know, we did the thing where something happened. So what was what was the guy's name that went to Washington? Gillette? Gillette? Oh, Junior, yeah, 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 Junior yeah, yeah. Gillette. Junior, Junior, Junior Gillette. Gillette. He had domestic violence charges brought up against him, and we cut him immediately. But that's what every team does. Is mm-hmm. They cut the person immediately, and then he just gets re-signed. I'm concerned that we're going to be on the other side of the team. Uh, I think, you know, the Steelers losing Antonio Brown, they – Picking up a piece that got that killed him a few times, mm-hmm. they got to witness that up close and personal. Same with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's teams that are gonna sign him. Like yeah. I think just, it, said they're willing to. The s- Saints, the Saints.
3: Again, this is all hypothetical. The Saints signing Tyree Kill to play alongside a quarterback who on Monday night threw a record-setting throw. And then walked over to the sideline and hugged his kids could potentially be the worst oh my publicity God. moment in sports history. Like, if that happens, that would be the most awful. Not trying to say like it would happen. Right. But like, because we're all, we're basically assuming that Tyreek, one, is not, is going to be put on an exempt list and probably do jail time. Mhm, And then to your point, which I didn't even think of, which is his whole gimmick is his athleticism and your body's the first thing that goes with when you age, like, <laughs> especially, especially when you don't get the workout regimen and the diet regimen that an NFL team gives you. You're getting the diet and exercise regimen that a prison is giving you. Oh boy. I hope you
2: like mm, cheese. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right, mm-hmm. so, like, the whole idea that Tyreek could kind of do what Vic did, be away for two and a half years, and then just come back and be himself, no, is kind
0: of well, you're false. Gonna, you're going to find one of these NFL team owners also owns a privatized prison system, because guess what? <laughs> they're all fucking privatized for whatever reason. They're finding ways to make money off of a prison system. And so they're gonna have one that's pretty much a resort, like the ones that fucking Syphilis McGee had in nineteen oh. forties. What was his name? I think the <laughs> Syphilis oh. McGee. I what's he? He was a syphil- like syphilitic idiot. Like at the end of his career, he was that big gangster guy, Capone. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah mm. Like he, he went to like this like pretty much resort prison. He would have been fine, except. The syphilis was eating away his brain cells because he'd never heard of insulin before because he was a syphilitic idiot. Mm-hmm. So he's just gonna go to one of theirs, and they're you know, and then that's gonna be the team that he signs with. as the team owner what? that owns the prison? And Damn, is gonna make we're, sure he's kept in shape and get we're, going, his proper we're
1: going diet and deep work conspiracy out. theories yeah, here. But the bottom line of this whole thing is this happens a lot. I don't there, there aren't many cases as severe as this one. I don't think, but. If he manages to avoid significant jail time, all of these teams, all of them, are willing to sell their souls to get this kind of talent. It's in between. All of
0: them. It's literally in between, somewhere in between, Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson.
1: Yep. Some, or, it's on which end that lands it's somewhere we have yet in to there yeah there was we have yet to see. there's I a guess, part I there's guess
2: because there's not video of it does it that that
1: i mean makes, there's there's police
0: reports and pictures of his son with a broken arm there's At, i mean you get is he the adrian peterson type talent that you know the team's gonna forget about it or is it gonna oh, be yeah. the i mean well, like ray rice was good but he different. wasn't that good I mean, enough for teams to forget about it mm-hmm
2: well, Adrian Peterson used a belt, right? It was a so switch. 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 Yeah, okay. I don't know. I feel. I mean. I just... And
1: not as severe as what's being alleged against Tyreek. Also, Adrian Peterson didn't
3: have the the first the prior the, the prior incident, which uh, with the same woman, with you know all the yeah all the it's other just details just all
2: those things so. that add up for me just make me think that like, there's no way a team signs him.
1: We'll see. I don't trust it. I don't trust any of them i really don't i don't trust any of them and it, it's oh, a well. cycle endless cycle of bullshit yeah this happens everybody gets Sp- pissed team draft grabs that player everybody gets pissed speaking, everybody forgets
3: can i just say speaking of uh everyone getting pissed can we talk about what happened on the live stream that was awful yeah okay <laughs> because uh so if you guys didn't uh tune in which i'm assuming most of you probably did
2: we yeah,
1: was about to talk shit about my connect 4 game
3: um <laughs> no okay i guess we're not streaming anymore so we could talk about it because we're not breaking any sort of terms of service okay um yeah, so, so we had our stream yeah we had our stream it was a lot of fun it was the four of us accompanied five with, of us well five of us correct oh, there was five of us There was five of us uh our friend dome who was there last year uh and then our two other friends shively and seve uh, all of us are football fans, obviously. We watched the draft together, and... I
0: don't understand why Savvy and Savvy were here. They should have been watching us and supporting us. I know, right? And
3: prior to that, we were trying to think of fun things to do during the draft, and Corey came up with this idea. Him and Dome came up with the idea. Oh, man. That we were going to play a game where we had to pick... Uh, we had to, like, guess picks. And we were going to operate on a three-strike system, and as people obtained like baseball, baseball third... Yeah, like baseball. Hey,
1: and we stand people, men's prostate health in yeah. 2019 we do we and, do yeah. we stand it
3: and as we uh as we accumulated strikes on the third strike you were then given a piece of what's
0: it called uh coco loco chocolate
3: yeah coco loco chocolate uh which please tell everyone what is in this thing uh ghost peppers and chili Powder, yeah, like black it, ghost pepper it, chilies, like black like,
0: reaper and ghost pepper salt. Yeah. I remember. Then, oh like, my god! The ingredients. I'm glad I'm like 90 dark chocolate, like pure yeah. cocoa. Yeah, so which is already disgusting
3: yeah. by itself.
1: I, yeah.
0: So
3: I'm uh, cool with it. We we, we start picking the these cocoa. things. Uh, uh, me, Elms Dome, and too. Corey are out basically immediately uh, because of the Clell and Farrell pick by the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so the Raiders already screwing us over, and the year hasn't even started yet. Uh, which, by the way, just as an aside, either John Gruden really likes Clemson players or that's the only college football game he watched all year I last feel like year. I feel like oh the Cleland God.
0: pick was a Mayock pick. Probably. All the other ones weren't, though. It was all Gruden. Josh Jacobs makes sense. I don't know. But anyway, so
3: uh, me, Corey, and Dome all get eliminated first. All at the same time. All at the same time. We were
0: hoping... That we were good enough that we were going to be able to spread this shit out. Nope. Not Didn't happen. Else. Didn't nope. happen. So we all get eliminated at the same
3: time. Uh, Corey cracks open this chocolate, which immediately started to melt in our hands. It was, like, not very big. And it was very, like, it's, it's literally just pure black chocolate or dark chocolate with a bunch of seasoning in it. So it immediately starts to melt. So we're like, oh, crap, oh, crap. So we just put it in our mouths And the reason, if you watch the stream, uh, the reason why we kept referring to it as opposed to hot chocolate, which is just, you know, we kept calling it, oh, the best chocolate in the world. Is because Twitch has very odd terms of service to where if you eat something that's so hot that it causes you either pain or for you to get sick, it counts it as self-harm. And they'll flag your channel, and they'll shut your stream down if they find out about it. So it, the entire time we were trying to pretend it and play it off.
0: And oh boy, did I get sick!
2: Oh man. Okay, so Corey. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to know about how you guys handled. Yeah. It.
0: So uh, Corey proceeds to <laughs> because I was I was like, you know what? We should we should not be allowed to have anything to eat or drink between by the time we eat the thing to the next pick yeah. you know just to make it a little bit more interesting because it wasn't interesting enough apparently yeah it wasn't case.
3: interesting enough uh cory immediately grabs a half gallon of chocolate milk uh drinks the entire half gallon of chocolate milk Bad idea B- terrible idea um dome and i just sip on our waters and I tried to go as long as I could without drinking anything, because drinking something makes it worse, because it spreads it around in your mouth.
2: Mm, that Powerade seemed Damn. to work for some reason. The
3: Powerade worked, I think, because of the sugar in it? Yeah, sugar. Well, it was zero, zero sugar. Was sugar. Yeah, it your sugar, but it was zero sugar. But it was so probably
2: good. the sweetener. Yeah, probably, whatever. It, it
3: probably
0: still has artificial yeah. sweetener. Um,
3: So, I'm, I'm like... And I eat spicy food a lot, but I'm like, tearing You're up. tearing up. I'm, I'm like, trying to... Corey
0: never eats spicy food. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I ate spicy food like... Like, real spicy food. Like, one time in my life, it was at Nathan's house. And he had to clean up after me then, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so,
3: Dome is hiccuping, which can't be comfortable. (laughs) Corey proceeds to drink his milk. And then, uh, I don't know, a couple seconds after he finishes the milk, Corey gets up and just goes into the bathroom that was off to the left of where we were sitting. And... I don't know. I hope if you guys are squeamish I apologize. Just projectile vomits <laughs> into the toilet. It sounds like someone was pouring water into the toilet. It was just Explain how that was. Oh, that was great. Give us great. the play by play. I mean
0: like if you haven't seen me, I have a I have a I, I definitely have the the biggest beard out of the four of us. Mm. Didn't get any didn't get anything in my beard just because of the velocity. <laughs>
3: So, uh, yeah, so you, you, he, Corey threw up a couple times. Um, I I, managed to like be okay for about a half hour. Dome was took like, Dome kept hiccuping and he drank like (laughs) like half a bottle of Tums. Dome made half a bottle of (laughs) Tums. (laughs) I wasn't trying to eat Tums because like it, that can make you all, that can also make you sick. So I was trying to like, like, okay, so I got, I felt a little better. You looked like
2: you were doing okay. It's just all of a sudden.
3: And then, randomly, it hit my stomach. I'm like, alright, like this is the part that's gonna suck, but if I can get through this, I'll be okay. And, it's it just started like... but And, basically, like, whenever I get stomach aches, just in general, my go-to is just you lay down and it reduces the pressure. And right. And, you, you lay down and you send all the pressure back to, like, your kidneys, mm-hmm. right? So, if you watch the stream, at some point, I start to, like... It's funny, because I watched it back. You could tell... You could see like a timeline of me. And the more uncomfortable I got, the farther back I leaned in the chair. <laughs> Until eventually, I'm like, okay, I need to go lay down. So I stood up. And when I stood up and went to walk over to where the beanbag chair is behind me, it, it just like, I felt it. And I was like, nope.
2: <laughs> I'm nope. like,
3: got to go to the bathroom. And
2: I And I heard you. Yeah, so I was like, un- oh my unluckily, God.
3: Uh, unluckily for me, I wasn't. Like, I don't have the skill that Corey has. That he can just, like, you know... I'm I'm not a fastball pitcher. (laughs) So, my vomiting was just, like, slow and Mm. painful. Lots of dry heaving. Lots of, like, sinus problems
1: Mm. and tears.
3: And, you know you know, just, I was in the bathroom for a longer. Long I was in the bathroom for a very, because not because I kept puking, but because I just sat there and was like, I, I, I
0: want to make sure I don't have to anymore. Mm. Huh? I'm a very efficient vomit. No, I'm there's not. there's <laughs> no wasted energy with me vomit. No. I, I- I don't get anything. I don't get anything anywhere. It's not supposed to be. It's it goes. It comes from where it's at and goes where it goes. Right. <laughs> no. I'm, it's point A, point B. There's no pit stops. There's no. You know.
3: I was stopping at a Denny's. <laughs> I, I had so many pit stops along the way, and the best part about puking up something that's really, really spicy, is that it hurts worse. Yep. It yeah, because it's in acidic. acid. Because it, it gets more acidic. So it was just the worst. And then I came out of the bathroom and then laid down on the beanbag, which was my intent the entire time. Mm. So fun. So me and Corey are suffering. Matt and Justin proceed to continue. Matt ultimately ends up losing. Justin wins. And I got to tell you, I, I think, was scared uh, to death. Hell yeah, Pimp, yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure
2: Matt threw it. I I I'm going to go with it. that until I die. Matt threw it. I did end up... Because, well, me and Justin were right. So, like, we went to the next pick, and, like, we both picked the same person again. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll pick someone else. And I went off the pick that ended up being right, and that put me the strike ahead of Justin. So when we both missed the next one, I was at three. So
3: how was your experience?
2: I was scared to death after watching you throw up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I did it. I I got the hiccups for a little bit, and I had a bit of a stomach ache. And yeah, then, my stomach was in knots for like a day and a half. Like it was, yeah, tight. it went into the. And next It felt day. like I'd, the whole thing was. The next scabbed night over. at work, I was a little oof. No, see, but like once I, was, I once I uh well, because I haven't thrown up in like 15, 16 years. Neither have I. So it's you just not like something. Seinfeld over here. No, I don't mean I haven't thrown up since ninety two. Yeah, no, New Year's <laughs> Eve ninety two, baby. <laughs> I, I I can't I legitimately cannot remember the last time I puked. But, th- but that that aside. I, I can like, tell
0: you the last time I told you I puked.
2: <laughs> 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 but it was just like, it was a big, I was like, oh God. And I had the stomach ache into the next day. But, you know, it was just one painful bathroom time and that was good. See,
3: I didn't experience that.
2: Because you had to come out the other way already.
3: I Well, no, no, no. Like I didn't even experience like the stomach. I guess that's the the way I got off was I didn't have any pain the next day. Mm. i was i was perfectly fine i didn't even have like the bad bathroom time it was just like oh and i was expecting to i went to bed that night like man (laughs) i love coffee (laughs) and i'm willing to bite the bullet to enjoy my fucking coffee in the morning (laughs) and uh (laughs) nothing happened so
0: I, I, i mean i don't think it got that far in my system but it was But
2: apparently, apparently
0: it it did because there was some spicy coming out of me. (laughs)
2: Uh, Oh my god! There was some spicy coming out. But like,
0: like I really didn't have that much of recovery time because I can't. I I left early from here, went to go see Endgame, got home around three fifteen, and then I had to be at work at seven. So I got. I I was in the bathroom after I got home, so I didn't even go to bed at... I didn't even go to bed at 3.30. It was, like, after 4. So I got, like, an hour and a half of sleep. My stomach didn't have time, you know. But, you know, I still bit the bullet, too, and had my Red Bull. Like, I couldn't... I wouldn't have been able to function. And that might have made it worse, but, like, at least I was awake. (laughs) (laughs) And
1: then Justin, of course, I I wins. I was the victor. Which thank God, because I, I I handle spicy stuff just about as well as Corey does, a little bit better, mm. but only marginally, because like I've been kind of getting myself into it, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a very slow process. I've never handled spicy food well all my life, but this, I was like on up to the point where I could like have mango habanero sauce. This
3: now. this was different from like spicy.
0: Like this was like it was also just tasted
1: horrible. Yeah, it
3: tasted like
0: like mud because it like, was. Pure dark chocolate Which I know you say You like cocoa But this is like Pure cocoa Like what you've had It's probably 60%
1: Right
0: And then You know Dried pepper flakes And yeah, powder like And it just Bad was, texture Because it's melting already You know And then you have the I saw the package
1: it. I saw the packaging When you brought it in And I was like I have to win
0: <laughs> 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 I like, got a channel was my mindset too But dude, you know I,
1: I just got over being sick like, the week before, I had the flu really bad for, like, four days. Oh, it would have been GG. Then, oh, that, yeah.
3: Justin, I, that shit would have touched
2: your mouth. I was,
1: I was a week removed from having the flu. I was been like, able, You would have been, been able to, to swallow it.
2: Right. Because I had trouble, like, it, even as <laughs> that much was as... The one
3: that, that was the funniest part. Like, if you go back and watch the stream when Matt was... Matt's like, I
2: don't
3: want to swallow it.
2: <laughs> like, at one point. <laughs> I just kept chewing on it, and it just wouldn't, like...
1: It made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Lowkey threw it because he's the homie, and he <laughs> he didn't want Justin to suffer, and he knew it, and he handled it better than anybody else. I, he I was, look at
2: the spicy was mild- challenges all the time. Yeah. I was like intrigued. I he was to- mildly to- interested. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, T- yeah, Take that for what you want. Yeah, Maybe Matt I'm a little masochistic, interested. there. No,
1: no. I was the, the polar opposite of
3: that. <laughs> See, I wanted to is the fuck away. I like I like spicy challenges too, but the thing is, is and this is what I say to people all the time: I love spicy food as long as it tastes good. Like, right. this shit was, like, literal mud with crushed red pepper flakes in yeah. it. Hey,
1: man, the things we do for men's prostate health. You know what I mean? That's
3: right.
2: Because I don't even know if that's ever the spiciest thing I've ever had, but it's damn near close. But it, that taste of the chocolate it, it not being been, able it, to get it down. I was say,
3: it might not have even been the spiciest thing I've ever eaten. But, yeah, it was just the taste and the combination of everything just oh, was bad.
1: did not go well. Yeah, the live stream was very fun. If, uh, you, if you didn't get to see it, you should go back and watch it. Um, it's it archived a, forever. It is archived on Twitch. Um, well, it only archives for like... Couple a couple weeks. Yeah,
2: we yeah, gotta I'm gonna, it uploaded to yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I got
1: it. I already downloaded it. I'm gonna... Can't you save it as a highlight and it stays forever?
2: You can't save like long highlights.
1: Oh. You can't save a four hour long live stream as a highlight. Shoot. But I can rip the file, which I already did, and you can upload it to YouTube. Okay. Um, also... The only good use of YouTube nowadays. Right. But I'm going to edit it. I guess that's okay. I might edit the video too because I haven't done video editing in a while and that's my actual passion. So maybe I'm going to go do it and have some fun with it. We'll see. Oh, maybe another like fun a highlights th- video.
3: Another fun thing that happened during the draft uh was I guess two things. One, me ordering wings live and then never picking them up because I was vomiting. And then
1: uh Justin playing tic tac toe with Chad. It was connect four. I'm sorry, yeah, connect four. My fault. I teamed up with Angry, one of our patrons, and then another one of our patrons, Ben, teamed up against our good friend Adam, who was also watching the stream and played in connect four. And it was a long, drawn out game that sucked. It's connect four. Connect four does not always go that way. audio listeners, all of you, uh, both Corey and Kuiper have just walked out.
2: This is us now, uh, Justin. They
1: have, they have given up
2: at <laughs> that point of the,
1: uh, of the recording now.
2: Alright, so we, we have a facebook.com slash F-A-D-P-O-D. Yes, sir. Uh, you can go there. When we get closer, we'll see post more. Oh my god. Hold
1: on. Now, I'm gonna leave this in because it's funny as fuck. no. But are you ready for this shit? Uh, the soundboard, it got plugged back in, right? For you, I, I had that's cut out audio listeners, but you will now know because we are going to laugh our asses off at this. Um, the soundboard was unplugged and plugged back in. Funny thing about my soundboard, when you first turn it on, <laughs> oh, no. the effects button is on. And so the entire last 10 minutes of our dialogue sounded like this. <laughs>
2: Super reverb. Oh, no.
1: We were in a dining hall for about 20 minutes. Oh, no. And I'm leaving it in. <laughs> Wait a minute. We don't. We don't normally record in a dining hall. No, not today. And then edit it out. <laughs> we just edit out the whole dining hall. We just edit out the echo or whatever. Nah. Fact, we're it. Just, you we're underestimate gonna... my power. <laughs> you. Wanna... <laughs> Actually, no, you overestimate my power. I apologize.
2: But anyway. Anyway, yeah, we have a Facebook that Kuiper sometimes posts on. He rolls. A <laughs> dice. He rolls a dice every morning, and one day he'll roll a twenty and he'll post something. I have to roll a nat twenty. Yeah. Otherwise, he doesn't post shit. <laughs> uh we can listen to us as you are right now on the iTunes, the Spotify, the Google Play, the podcast.com and all the other podcast services that host those
1: which is most of them. Yeah. Like if you have like if you have like Rocketcast or like there, there's a bunch of other podcast apps that just rip from Google Play or iTunes like VPN stuff. So you will don't I say VPN API and you will usually just see any podcasts around those on those apps too. Um, if there is something for our listeners, if there's something you'd rather use, and we're not on there, uh, tweet at us, send our Twitter a DM, uh, message me on Twitter if you want at the Jusby, because I handle all of that stuff. And uh, and let we'll me ignore know. it. No, let me know, because I would <laughs> like I would like to have our podcast on as many services as possible. It doesn't cost me anything to set that up, like anything extra. So just let me know, and I could, I could do my best to arrange it. The only one I won't go on is SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud is a hassle. SoundCloud costs too much money for what they give me. I'm not dealing with it. There are plenty of other better services you could use for listening to podcasts than SoundCloud. If you're listening to us specifically on SoundCloud or trying to listen to us specifically on SoundCloud, just use something else. That's the only thing I'm going to tell you no.
2: Everything else is a go. And if so we're not on there, we, let me know. After we shit on the hopes and dreams of the SoundCloud listeners oh, well, oh, out there. Well. You really like us and want to give us money. <laughs> you,
1: you want to give us money so I can put my shit on SoundCloud? Go to patreon.com slash F-E-D-P-O-D and subscribe at one of our tiers. We have a $1 tier, a $5 tier, and a $10 tier. $1 tier, we don't get any benefits, but we do appreciate your support very much. At the $5 tier, you
2: become, what, super fatty? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I think the $5 yeah, okay. is super fatty. It's super fat- fatty? No, uh, fad fatty is the five, the super fatty okay. is the-
1: fad fatty. Five dollars tier. Uh, it puts uh, it lets it lets us recognize you on the show. We'll talk about your favorite teams. We'll mention you. We'll give you a big shout out. The ten dollars tier is where you get the content. This is the super fatty tier. Uh, along with every episode, we record something, and sometimes extra as well. We record something called a deep cut. It is not only me just sound-checking everybody in, but we also talk about whatever is going on in our lives and other random bullshit. Like, sometimes we'll just, like, review games on it because we do whatever the fuck we want out here at FADPOD. You can go yes, ahead. if do. you If you do the $10 tier on there, you will have access to every single deep cut we've published so far and the ones we will publish in the future as long as you're subscribed. There is probably about, at this point, probably about 20 hours worth of content on there. No, no, not 20 hours. Sorry, about 10 hours worth of content on
2: there. Mm, 10 hours of content. That's that's pretty good. We're doing good. cut 25.
1: They're roughly 20 to 30 minutes each. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, around that mark. So it's... Right now, you're getting on that is a
2: pretty good deal. You you get a lot of backlog. You get a lot of backlog. You can get insight into our lives other than our football fantasies. Yeah. There's a... A lot of, lot of fun little tidbits on there. I want to do an actual fantasy show this year, but make it a deep cut thing.
1: Oh, okay. Just talk about fantasy Didn't on deep do cuts. we last year? No, no, we tried to publish it we as a separate thing. To. We published one episode, and then we it, stopped.
2: Yeah, it was really hard, because doing one episode a week is already oof. But like, if we do it as a bonus, like, Quickie is a... I want to do a fantasy show. Okay. Okay. We'll work on that. We can talk about that a little more in the season. Let people on Patreon know.
1: Maybe you should subscribe to find out about what our plans are because we talk about that on there too.
2: Yeah. Feel Talking free. you, Angry and Ben,
1: my yeah. favorites. Feel free to interact with our personal Twitters on the internet. We always welcome it, especially talk about football. You can follow me at the Jusby. You can follow Matt at It's A Me Lefty. You can follow Nate Kuiper at Real Nate Kuyper. And you can follow Corey at Corey on Sports. Anything else you, you, you think we need to mention? I think I think we're done here. I, I, I think, think it's time we did to it. Pull the curtain on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Time to get the hell out of Dodge. Time to tell these motherfuckers to go home. You know what I mean? No. Me neither. Somebody say I love you. I love you.
2: After!
3: Wow. Beautiful.
2: Now I hope you actually cut that instead of. You're just going to leave this part. And no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that.